Hello for everyone and good morning. Today we have a very special podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Jeff Hancock, CEO of CoinPass.com. And today we're talking with a very special person. His name is Tom Sherman. He's a client of CoinPass and he has a very interesting journey that I wanted to share with everybody. He's been a user of CoinPass for just over 12 months. He is new to crypto, but he has a very unique perspective in how he's going about his crypto investing. So Tom, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for taking the time today. Yeah, thanks for, thanks for inviting me on, Jeff. Uh, not a problem. So first of all, I want to know just a little bit about your backstory that we can share to the listeners. You know, you were, didn't sound like you were massively into crypto uh, before you found it, but you went about it with a very unique sort of approach. So tell us a little bit about your backstory and how you got involved in crypto in the first place. Uh, yeah, well, I'm, I'm a writer by trade and um, I was just sort of looking around and, and reading various articles. And then I started reading um, uh, a little bit about blockchain. And that's how I first got into uh, to sort of interesting crypto because the two go sort of hand in hand. So as a freelance writer, um, I was just interested in learning a bit more about this new technology. Um, and I, I did sort of have the intention of starting to write about it, but I ended up sort of doing a bit more investing than writing about it. Um, and that's how I sort of found my way in, really, just, just sort of through chance and interest in, uh, in, in looking at crypto. Okay. And, uh, you know, your original you know, reason, was it for experiencing something new? Was it building an investment portfolio or was there kind of something else? I think it was a mix. It wasn't really about investment to start with. Um, I, I'd read, obviously, you, you read all the scare stories about, about crypto. And then, then I was reading it, it with the blockchain technology in the background. It had this amazing potential to sort of change the world in terms of the way that people work with money, interact with money, how we how we sort of, you know, sell and buy services, um, getting people without bank accounts, um, being able to, to do electronic transactions. Um, so really that, I wanted to understand how that all worked because if people were using it, why wasn't everybody going bust or why, you know, what what, what was really going on in the background and what, what were the really the social and philosophical impact of possibly governments not having control of money anymore but people haven't control of money so that's you know that that in itself is a fascinating aspect to, to crypto stroke blockchain and and would you say that your I suppose, introduction into crypto and your you know now learning of you know how bitcoin works it's like you say non-governmental it's non-custodial it's all of these other things that people get from you know bitcoin and then going down the rabbit hole do you feel it taught you uh, or, or open your eyes a bit more to the traditional finance system, how it works, some of the pitfalls, and, and of course, you know, the, 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 the money pit, which is uh, fiat currency. Uh, yeah, I mean, for sure. I, I was very sceptical about it to start with, and now I feel very comfortable with it. So there's been a complete sort of mind change for me. Um, I'll, I'm going to start using it a bit more on a day-to-day basis in terms of sort of, you know, paying for things so that it becomes much more sort of real. So it, mm. even though it will end up working like normal currency, and the fact that you're changing something for something. Um, I think I will, I want it to be a practical part of my life. I don't want it just to be this sort of um, element that sits in the corner. Um, and, uh, you know, yeah, so I think that's really where I would, I would like, I would like to go with it, make it a bit more, more day to day. For sure. So that kind of goes more into kind of crypto payments and crypto rewards, would you say? Yeah. Cool. All right. And, um, you know, how did you come across uh, our platform, across CoinPass? Obviously, you're a, a UK user, UK resident, but obviously we are, uh, uh, can cater to a wide range of different countries. How did you come across us specifically and why did you choose CoinPass? Well, when I was when I was starting to look into crypto, first of all, I read a book called Blockchain Bubble or Revolution. And then I just started following people on LinkedIn and Facebook that were talking about it. Um, and then I put a post up literally on LinkedIn um, because I saw a friend of mine in Cheltenham um, had 
commented on something about Bitcoin and turns out she had a friend who was working at CoinPass. And so I was looking for that because, because I felt it was a world that I, you know, was really hard to enter without knowing who you were dealing with. I wanted a friend of a friend or a contact mm. just to give me that initial um, confidence to, to sort of approach a company. So I came in and I got this idea um, to invest $200 and just spend a year investing $200 with, with a company. So, and I chose coin pass and the, the reason for that is me and my friend were putting away a fiver a month into a bank account first person to die the one that survives got the money to spend on a party so i thought well this this is this is sitting there so it's a a, a death fund a pub death fund. a death fund okay so yeah, death you've fund, done yeah. something more creative with your death fund uh obviously grow it so you can have a bigger party when eventually one of you uh, uh of wow <laughs> I think okay. well, well, i'm doing the work and my friend's not doing it but okay it was... <laughs> we should, should put a uh what is it a 10 percent performance fee on top of that just to make it uh make it a bit more for you and yeah. um you know obviously there was the strategy there you had you, know, you had a uh, you wanted to go to go in small you wanted to learn and experience uh, you had this existing you know, small pot of money that was being added to. Um, and were you looking for, you know, the, the, the plain Jane easy solution, like just buy and hold Bitcoin? Or did you, did you go a, a little bit further on from that? Well, I didn't really know what to expect to start. My first, my first plan was to put $200 in and just see what happened. Literally, instead of getting the 0.1% interest in the bank account, see what happened after one year with $200. Um, and then I, th I think I bought when, the, when Bitcoin was about 10 grand per Bitcoin. Um, and then it just suddenly, a couple of months later, just by chance or, or whatever, it, it suddenly took off and it started reaching 30 or 40 grand for a Bitcoin. So suddenly I saw this $200 go up in a lot of value. Um, I was checking it on a regular basis and I was starting to look on um, exchanges at different names of different types of um, you know, old coins. I just started to read a lot more about the market. So after about four or five months, I decided I'd start investing a little bit more, just you know, tiny little bits here. $20, $30, $40, um, some of it in altcoins. And then CoinPass started offering different types of coins as well. I think you started off when I first got in there, there was maybe four or five coins. And now I think there's maybe eight or nine. So as, as I could see these portfolios growing and everyone everyone online talks about portfolios all the time. I thought, well, why don't I try and grow a little portfolio and, and see what happens? Um, so I so I put some money in some risky ones. I put some money in some some slower ones just to, just to sort of get a general idea of what, what all of these coins are doing. Right. And uh, were you organizing them in, into certain groups or tranches? Were you looking kind of DeFi tokens or were they kind of utility tokens or were they like straight blown memes? Um, it, I sort of did a bit of reading on all of them. Um, Ripple, for example, I, I thought I'd put some money into Ripple because I used to work in tourism. And so the idea of sort of international payments being a lot easier appealed to me because I remember, you know, trying to send money to Peru 20 years ago and it was an absolute nightmare. Mm. Um, and so that, that was just out of personal interest. Um, then I started looking at things like Cardano and a few of the other ones and, and you know, a bit more about the projects uh, where people were trying to do something to change uh, society in some sort of way or make things easier. But in general, it's a mixture of, I did some which were just plain, oh, look, that's on Facebook and it's got a nice picture. That was Dogecoin. So I put some money into that. So I just thought, you know, they were very cheap at the time. So I just thought, well, there you go. I'll put $30 worth of that and, and just see what happens. Um, and other ones I did a bit more reading because I was interested in what they were they were offering. And then other ones I thought, well, that just sounds like, like Bitcoin, for example, sounds like a, a solid investment and Ethereum as well. Just sounded like there was something about it. Um, so so it was a mix, a mix of reasons, really. And, you know, I've had various, you know, varying results with them because obviously some of them are just shots in the dark. Okay. So what were some of your uh, better returning tokens over that 12-month period? And we're talking from it was about August 2020 to about August 2021. We're talking, right? 
Yeah. Um, well, obviously, it depends. I mean, they, they, they go up and down quite a lot, but the, the biggest return on any of them was actually Dogecoin because I bought it when it was really cheap. And then it suddenly went up to about 60 cents for the coin. And that ended up being about a 7,000% return or something like that. That was um, during the, uh, the Elon storm. Yeah, yeah. And now it's gone back down, but it's still, it's something like plus 2,000%. And so some of the old coins are around 1,000 to 2,000%, but they're very small amounts of money. And there's, you know, there's millions of these coins, billions of these coins. Um, and then all the sort of more solid ones over the over the year, I would say that they're about four times up. Uh, so, so it's you know still brilliant returns, but you can't. So the can't so, the, so the death fund party has gotten four to five times bigger uh, than it might have been uh, by sitting in the bank at one point one percent. So yeah. there's a bit of risk, there's a bit of reward in in the risk and obviously the education you've taken as well, which is which is mm -hmm. awesome. Um, and would you say your strategy are you more of an investor, a trader, or have you been kind of accumulating and moving between tokens? Uh, I have done no trading whatsoever. Um, that is the next step. I, I, I just wanted a year to, I, I'm quite a slow moving guy in general. So I just wanted a year just to, to get an idea of what was going on. Um, you know, I need to look at staking maybe. Um, the thing with the trading, as soon as I start trading, that makes me think I'm getting into a bit more like stock markets and, and perhaps I don't truly understand enough mm. to do that. But I'm, I'm happy enough just to buy some when the price seems low and then just hold on to it. Um, you know, I've not sold any coins yet. Um, you know, I might do to take some, take some of the profit out just to sort of, you know, buy myself something nice. Um, but I, I would say I've definitely, I've, I'm more of an investor than anything else. A small investor, but an investor. Yeah. Um, the fact you've got a portfolio of different tokens um, gives you other options there. So you can shave off a few of your profits of Doge into back into Bitcoin or or even back into Fiat and buy yourself those uh, those hiking boots we we're talking about in our, in our discovery yeah. call. Uh, I had the same thing. You know, I'm I'm using crypto more and more in my daily life. Um, I'm using it for investing. I'm using it for um, your settlements into you know some of our our group outings. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, during COVID, when we weren't able to um, unable to network and unable to see each other face to face, uh, there was some online uh, poker tournaments where you can enter in Bitcoin. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. some uh, during some of those very volatile times that we just obviously mentioned, it was um, it was uh, what is it? A better investment to sit out of poker than it was to, to try and play. I remember I sat out mm -hmm. three orbits because I just wasn't getting any cards. Uh, <laughs> and I saw my Bitcoin go up by like you know, two three percent. Instead, yeah. instead of playing, it's like, eh, maybe we'll try something else. Try, try, uh, keep the um, the casino games to fiat money instead of Bitcoin. Yeah. But, um, uh, especially with that, I mean, it's there's a whole resurgence of older tokens have kind of come back into uh, into vogue. You know, these older tokens from 2018, 2019, 2020, uh, have all kind of had the incubation periods post, uh, post funding. And um, now they're finally starting to come back onto the scene and do something interesting. So I know I've, I've uh, routinely go through a lot of my old wallets now to see if I have any any scraps or bits and pieces that are um, um, that are that are that are valuable. And especially just a tip for everyone: go and check your old Ethereum wallets. Uh, you may have an old Uniswap claim uh, that you're unaware of. I, I managed to discover one of those a few weeks ago, and I was pleasantly surprised. Um, so if we go just into we, we touched on it just a little bit. Um, you know, what was your kind of initial value, and what does that sit at now? Just as a kind of a rough vague number. Uh, so I think overall I've put in um, about 600 pounds, about $800 now I'm at, uh, $900. And that is now worth, it often goes between sort of four and $5,000. So wow. say three and a half grand to four grand. So it's, it's, it's you know, it's been, it's been an, an amazing return over a year. Right. 
but I mean, you did apply yourself and you did research and you did take the time. You're not just kind of YOLOing into any any kind of project that was out there. Oh, no, yeah, I had to look. I had to read, um, you know, and I went around, you know, various. I mean, the social media stuff is, is tricky to navigate because it's just full of people shouting to the moon all the time, um, which isn't very helpful. But there, there are actually then a lot more really useful blogs that you can find, you know, more in-depth stuff that seems... Um, that seems to want to sort of, you know, educate you as much as, as get you to buy something. Right. Um, and, and with that, you know, where is your kind of go-to um, kind of area to upskill yourself and to you know, learn more about a specific token or a specific part of the sector? Um, I will t- on tokens and stuff, I read Cointelegraph um, and I will also, I read the newsletter that CoinPass sent through as well. Um, and I'm in a couple of discussion groups like the Cardano discussion group. Right. Um, and then on coin market as well, there's some good um, background information on the coins. And then I just literally started doing Google searches, try and look for people on, on Medium and places like that, that, that are just given different ideas. And then, you know, I'll probably try to read five to 10 articles on each one, um, look at five to 10 price predictions. And if, you know, if, if they're all sort of completely different, you think, well, there's nothing, you know, people don't really know what they're talking about here or, or it's just so wildly, you know, it's, it's very, it's going to be a speculative buy. But if there seems to be some sort of consensus, then you think, well, maybe that's a bit more solid. And these are all from uh, sort of independent journalists that you either know or don't know or, or have built up a following as well. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't. I didn't know who they were. I don't know. Um, you know, I don't know who they are. I don't know them, I don't know them personally or anything like that. Great. Um, and um, uh, just to kind of round off, what do you think has been your greatest experience so far uh, from crypto? Has it been the community you've been out engaged with? It's obviously some of the investment value you've bought, or is it uh, a new skill set that you've kind of learned for life? I think it's just, I think it's the new skill set really more than anything else. It's, it was sort of being afraid of cryptocurrency and now I'm not. <laughs> and, you know, that was, a, that was a big sort of psychological leap. Because, um, you know, you sort of you find yourself at some point, you know, sort of, you know, I'm a man, I'm a man in the 40s with no idea about cryptocurrency and you feel like the kids are coming in and doing something new and you don't really know what's going on. And you think, well, I either sort of start looking into this now and apply myself um, because, you know, when I was a kid, it was like video games. They weren't going to go anywhere, video games, and they're, there, and they're there everywhere. Um, and obviously, they're linked with, with crypto as well. Yeah, now there's a, um, an entire professional scene uh, around yeah. with uh, with very, very big money involved. So it's, yeah. uh, it, it can be a career choice now for, for literally anything. And, yeah. uh, and lastly, where do you think you see yourself, uh, and I suppose the crypto space in five years, is a kind of prediction from what you've seen and what you've experienced. Uh, um, my, my thoughts are, you know, Crypto in the, is kind of like the internet was in 1994. You had yeah. to physically sit down and apply yourself and switch on the modem and go online. Uh, and now it's we don't really think of the internet as uh, as a protocol. It's just something that's everywhere and everything's built on top of it. And that's where I think crypto and blockchain is going to be. It's going to replace stuff like traditional stock market, bonds, currency, the way we interact with each other, the way we do payments. And you won't even kind of know that it's blockchain. Mm-hmm. You know, that's very... You know, glass half full five ten year kind of uh, kind of idea but kind of for you what do you think you'll be doing in five years and how you'll be using crypto in five years time uh well i would hope that i probably have about i'd probably get about five grand's worth of investment and then i'll have about five grand's worth of um which i'll be using for day-to-day transactions um i would also think that um I mean, I don't know about whether the stock markets will, get, will disappear or whether they'll just blend in and start using blockchain. Um, I don't think it's that far away, blockchain, from, from becoming completely intermeshed in people's lives. I don't, and I think people, like you mentioned with the internet, people don't really care how the internet works. They just know that they like it. 
And, and we were just banging, you know, as customers, we were just banging on the wall of the internet all the time saying, well, this is great, you programmers, but how do I pay security online? How do I do this online? How do I, you know, now with your phone, it's a, you use your fingerprint, all these things that people wanted, which blockchain will be able to do in a much more secure way. So I can see they're just suddenly becoming a moment where we reach a tipping point and the technology of blockchain just floods, becomes the backbone of an, an internet, a second internet. Um, and then the cryptocurrencies will just obviously will be a completely integral part of that. Um, and, I, and I think there might also be a sort of like parallel use of crypto, which is not really crypto, where people sell tokens and things like that. And that will that'll be get, what gets the mainstream people. In. Yes. And then suddenly there'll be a little change in the background where actually then they, those, these mainstream people got used to using um, tokens and then they'll just start using crypto completely. Um, and that's where I think we need to have a, a fundamental kind of image shift. You know, there's the uh, uh, the regulated side of crypto and CoinPass is moving on to that, you know, kind of regulation piece. Uh, we've been registered with the FCA is a big part of our um, big part of our USP. But, you know, having more acceptance on different kinds of tokens that don't represent a currency. So stuff like having, you know, tokens accepted in terms of um, uh, land registry, being able to tokenize part of a property or part of a vehicle this is where NFTs get really, really interesting. Um, being able to raise finance against a business that's, you know, actually registered in the company. So a real business. Um, and, you know, his you know, very, um, you know, utopian sort of idea. But if there was a way that you could have a, a tokenized version of your local coffee shop and every time they they poured a coffee there'd be a smart contract that would spit out you know a very micro dividend to all the shareholders that's something very real that can happen that's something very real that could that could be you know just around the corner this yeah. form of you know, micro investing in your local economies and there could be mm. a you know token asset market uh for you know a catchment area of of, of Clapham Junction or of you know you know mm. part of Woking or wherever you live, uh, and I think that's very very real. Uh, but how mm. how long it will take to do it is is going to be another question. Yeah, I think, yeah, that, that's the, that is the, the million dollar question, isn't it? How long it will take? Um, take exactly. Yeah. So yeah, um, one, one of the interesting things you sort of touched on there is also with with Coin Pass. When when I see a coin come onto Coin Pass as being offered as something you can buy, um, because of the because you're regulated. Um, that gives me the confidence to buy that coin. You know, I've, you know, I've been reading about it. Um, Stella just turned up on there a while ago, and I thought, oh, you know, I've been looking at that one. I didn't know whether to buy it or not. And because it came on to CoinPass, I thought, well, you know, I've got that trust that I've built up that confidence using the the, the app and all the rest of it. And so then I thought, yeah, well, I'll just start buying a few of those then. Um, and that's what I did. And, you know... Um, and uh, yeah, we see a lot of people using Stellar, especially for payments and especially for into exchange transfers at the moment. So it's probably one of our more popular coins because the uh, the payments on it are, are so cheap. I think mm -hmm. it's a, um, what is it, a fraction of a Stellar to do a transaction. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. And um, you know those ecosystems really start coming alive when you get involved with them. So you start looking mm -hmm. at all the tokens being issued uh, on the Stellar network. You start looking at different tokens issued on the Ethereum blockchain. Um, and that's where you can start to you know, rabbit hole a little bit, but that's where it definitely starts to get a bit interesting and you can start mm -hmm. to you know, really uh, diversify your portfolio with a lot of airdrops as well. So um, obviously everything we talked about in this podcast today is not financial advice. It's for educational purposes only. But uh, what we can all agree is uh, we're still early. The crypto space has been around for 10 years. Uh, I've been involved in crypto for only four of it. And the market has probably changed four times in that period. So, you know, uh, they say, you know, if every one human year is seven years in dog years, uh, for every one year in, in crypto um, is, uh, you know, 
10 years of normal business. So yeah. it's an incredibly <laughs> fast moving market. Uh, but... We are all innovating on the bleeding edge. But um, I think if we all uh, uh, want to educate ourselves, we all want to network with one another. And uh, if all of us can bring three friends in, uh, the market will, will obviously get bigger over time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think also as well, if, if anyone does put any money into to crypto, obviously you've got to be, you know, the old attitude you have to be prepared to lose it, but it just, it fluctuates so wildly that you could be, you know, you could be 20% down one day and the next day it's gone 25% up. And you just, the way I look at it is you just have to sort of just be really calm and just think long-term and just think, you know, okay. I, I always put the graphs onto the full year rather than just the last 24 hours because they, otherwise, you know, you, you could not really get any idea of what's been going on. Yeah, Zoom that was what, what was your advice for a, a new investor. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very cool. So, Tom, we're going to wrap it up there today. Keep it nice and short. Uh, thank you very much for your time. Uh, thank you very much for your insight. Uh, and any last messages you want to give to the listeners before we sign off? Um, well, don't, don't be afraid to get into the crypto space. And if you are, go with someone regulated. That, um, you know, honestly, you know, it's not I'm not trying to do a plug or anything like that, but it does, it does put your mind at, at ease. And, you know, a year on now, I feel like I'm sort of ahead of the curve of my friends who still think I'm just going to basically get robbed down an alleyway. Um, and, I, you know, I just feel I can see the world in a slightly different way. So I, I just even just for, you know, I say to some of my friends, I just put 100 quid in, I do a bit of reading and just it will change the way you could see that the way the world could go. Awesome. Thank you very much for your time, Tom. It's obviously good to have you on the show. Uh, Coinbuts.com is a UK-based cryptocurrency exchange registered with the FCA as a crypto asset business. Uh, we offer Bitcoin, Litecoin, Ethereum, Bitcoin Cash, Stellar, Polkadot, and also Chainlink against Pound and Euro. And very soon we'll be adding a lot more new pairs and features. So thank you very much for your time. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you on the next one.